Welcome to JV Reads the Tea. The T stands for tarot, honey. I'm JV Hampton Van Sant. Each week, I am joined by a guest and I read their tarot cards. I use the Wild Unknown deck and the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit decks by Kim Kranz to dive deep with a special six-card reading. And, of course, we go on usually pretty related tangents. So grab your wand, light a candle, and let's spill that tea, honey. What is up, witches and bitches? Ha ha ha! Um, the... I... I will never come up with a new intro, but it's that's it. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> Wild shock shock energy. Woo! It in, is in it's, this weird echoey room. It's weird, but it's like late night radio. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. It's the witching hour and the bitching hour. Uh, yes. Ooh, actually, I kind of like that better. That might be. Uh, please that take might be it. it. <laughs> I grant you my IP, please. That's also very funny because of the sign-off that I've used for basically any interview show that I've had since <laughs> I started listening to The Cryptid Keeper. We'll get there. Amazing. We will get there. Um, but, uh, dear listeners, today we have Addison Peacock, one of my very dear friends, and Hello. this is so, super exciting. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yay! This is going to be so exciting. Um, so I I highly doubt that anybody listening to this wouldn't know who you are. That wouldn't make sense to me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I feel like it's always good to just sort of discuss the things that that uh, <laughs> discuss the things where they might know you from in case they forgot. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, um, um. So. Oh, excuse me. I drank a lot of iced coffee very fast. I had to take a second. Um, That's fine. So <laughs> I am uh, a voice actor and a podcaster, general online, very online person. <laughs> I um, uh, did voice acting or have, have done voice acting at uh, the No Sleep podcast for about three or four years. I did The Cryptid Keeper with Alex Flanagan for three years, and I am currently on uh, a horror borealis which is on hiatus but coming back uh as mariah harris that's an actual play monster of the week podcast uh run by alex flanagan and um it is a share a universe a play a game universe <laughs> that i share with jv uh, who is a player on uh ahv 76 and yes. also oh, quick plug a little plug plug uh we're yes. both on um the uh a horror borealis presented halloween special losers a love story which is a playthrough of back to dairy which is a um it stephen king's it hack of monster of the week and that will be up the the episode one of that's up the day that this will be out which is literally tomorrow perfect um. so finish listening to this and then go listen to that precisely <laughs> what are you waiting show for notes, link there hey uh, like, <laughs> immediately um yeah that's yeah and you have a new show which oh. i'm excited about i do uh i i'm tentatively releasing the first episode on monday uh, so that'll be november 2nd um 
and that is uh, Playing Games With My Heart, a uh, loosely formatted conversational podcast of me and a given guest uh, or two talking about uh, romance and video games. So talking about like dating sims or like um, the love story paths you can take in more mainstream games like The Witcher or Dragon Age or Skyrim. Uh, yes. And yeah. Oh God, sorry. That is hit hit a part of me that made me squeal. Oh, um, it's fine. <laughs> Skyrim. I need to revisit. I have not played Skyrim since it came out. So. Oh wow. Woo. Yeah, I <laughs> played it. When, I played it for a little bit when it came out, but I, I. This is not relevant. Oh my God, we'll get to the cards. I'm so sorry. I did. Oh, it's perfectly fine. I grew up. I didn't have a any kind of video game console in my house mm-hmm. because my mom knows I have a very addictive personality and was like, "You will never go outside." if I let you have this. Uh, So I played a lot of computer games, but I only was able to play video games at like friends' houses that had like consoles. So I played like, I played Skyrim right when it came out at my boyfriend at the time's house for like four straight hours and ignored him. And then that was the only time I've ever played Skyrim. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, you can get a lot done in Skyrim in four hours. So that makes sense. I spent a lot of time trying to find the Bard College. Oh, that's very real. I never (laughs) did that, actually. Oh, my God. I never did that. What the hell? There's always time. (laughs) I've played played so many hours of that game. Um, I have played in so long, though. I think uh, it had nothing to do with the pandemic either, which I thought might have been the real. No, I think it's just that I got. Oh, I think it's that I got a PS4, but didn't get Skyrim. Like, initially, like just didn't cross oh. my mind to get it on that one. Um, So I had it on uh, Nintendo Switch instead and just, like, yeah, was playing mm-hmm. it there. But then just put down the Switch for a real long time. <laughs> uh, Yeah, that happened. Anyway, but that's mm-hmm. uh, that's all fun. The, I Oh, that's going to be so exciting. I um, When we were, uh, th- when we were recording the other day, um, I... I just started looking at it and just seeing all of the various games that fall under that specific sh- like subgenre. Oh, there's and so I'm... many! Oh, I'm so excited. I have a um... list. I have a list on uh, on itch. I have a I have like a games to play like little uh, wish list, and oh, yes. it has how many games are on that list? Um, I think at least I think there's fifty something. Ooh. I also have a spreadsheet of of games to cover on my show that has currently seventy four. <laughs> nice! Oh my god! That is, first of all, that is um very organized, and I, I deeply approve. Let um, me explain why I did that. Um, it's not because I'm an inherently organized person. It's because the day that I made that spreadsheet, I was I had a lot of work I was supposed to be doing for my thesis because I'm in grad school right now. I'm working on my thesis, and so instead of working on my thesis that day, I spent two hours making a spreadsheet of seventy four different games <laughs> for my <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> Honestly, fair. Like, when I was supposed to be sleeping yesterday at roughly about two o'clock in the morning, I decided that um, the sewing dummy in my apartment really needed to look like a rope version of Captain America, Um, which 
I Amazing. Finished, which I didn't finish exactly correctly. Like the images of that are not exactly as ideal as I would like it to be. Cause then I immediately like fell asleep and realized the thing that would have solved all of my problems. Oh no. Um, <laughs> it's cool. It's rope. I can undo it and redo it, especially with this lovely little dummy that won't, uh, that, that won't mind or have a problem with actually with actually doing it. So that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, no, that's a, so I fully understand the, uh, the procrastinating of various tasks, including sleep. I'm including sleep as a task because it honestly feels like it is a lot of the time. Honestly um, fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so this is, this is going to be super exciting. Um, so I will just sort of say one of the things that I um, do when I pull the cards in the first place is I um, I sort of spend like 30, maybe 35 minutes or so um, meditating <laughs> and thinking only of the other person that, um, you know, the person who's going to be receiving the reading. Um, unless it's one of those, well, <laughs> usually I do that. Unless it's like a couple weeks ago when I decided I just was bored and was gonna <laughs> was bored and just was gonna do a bunch of reading for like five dollars, which was a wild choice. Um, but anyway, that was a fun <laughs> time. It took me like six hours to complete the oh, amount gosh. of readings people wanted. It was insane. Uh, but like, I I love doing it. Um, but mm-hmm. I after doing that, I. I'm sort of shuffling while I do that, just sort of vaguely. And um, mm. then I draw it all out and I lay it out um, in the order that we previously discussed. At this point, the listeners right. know what the, they know what the order is. Um, if not, they'll figure it out when I like say it, when we get to each card, um, it's fine. Uh, but I, I did that. And then I saw your message yesterday. <laughs> oh no, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's totally fine. I figured, okay, I'll just flip these over and see what they were. I think it'll still be incredibly relevant. So I took okay, photos good. of those. Yeah. So so we will be doing that reading um, because it, it seems like it'll be, well, one, it just has a, spoiler alert for everyone, has a lovely ending. So I think that's, uh, oh, yeah. I do which, like that. I mean, which endings feel like a weird thing to call those, but like, I don't know. It's a lovely thing in the future, actually. Um, also, I, mm-hmm. I'm i glad you explained your process for this, because I was very curious about how I've never had my cards read remotely like this, and I was curious how that process would work, since what I'm used to, I, I used to, I, I have a deck somewhere, I should look for it, but what I, I'm very used to is the idea of like having the other person shuffle your cards, so I was like, how do I put my energy in your cards if I'm not there? Oh, totally. <laughs> I normally... Um, like especially when well especially because most of my guests have been um podcasters Mm -hmm. it's easy to like be listening to someone and thinking about that person because i have audio of them somewhere um (laughs) (laughs) there's audio somewhere or if they're like because most people have been like dear friends of mine at this point i can easily think of them and like sort of think of that energy and sort of bring that in also i'm i may have had a like I have, I have the sticker set, so I had Mariah there too. But that was, oh, <laughs> it's like representations of every person that I could possibly think of. Here we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I figured that would work. Uh, and uh, well, we shall see. We shall see how well this works. Um, so I will send you the uh, 
the images of the various cards and whatnot um, so that you can see them because they're all pretty and I like them a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's dive in with the card in the past position. I will, I should probably like hop into the Twitter thing so I can send you the thing. Ha. Um, I am apparently not fast in the brain today that's okay i'm selectively (laughs) muting my mic so you don't have to hear quite so much of the construction banging next door to me Um, ah don't worry too much about it one of the things i've figured out as far as podcasting goes for me this might just be because i am a slight bit lazy with everything other than audio fiction um (laughs) when it comes to interview shows i i always hope that the content itself is gonna be so much better than mm-hmm. any potential audio flub that exists in the That's thing. That's the hope. Um, I yeah. Oh, oh, the Three of Swords. Mm-hmm. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. There's the Three of Swords with this lovely um this has come up in other readings previously. I believe this actually came up in the last one that went out. Um, the last episode that went out, uh, which <laughs> Those are ribbons, I would like to clarify, uh, because the, the previous person thought those were entrails of some kind, oh, and no. they are ribbons. I uh, just wanted to make sure we knew what those were. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful, yeah. it's a beautiful card. Like, the design's right? this, really beautiful. The deck is so pretty. Yeah. It's the Wild Unknown uh, from oh. Kim Yes, they have that for sale at a, at a store I love, um that I, I I go to um well in the before times I went to I used to go to um this storytelling show at this this little this little uh this little queer witchy shop called a love bazaar in uh at water village in la if you're an la person I don't know recommend them uh but they would do yes. um they would do a monthly storytelling show um and have each guest doing a story pull a card at the beginning but uh the the woman who hosts the one of the women who hosts the storytelling show that's the deck that she uses oh nice okay that's very good i'm very i'm oh that makes me so happy Mm -hmm. i I like knowing people are out there using this deck Mm -hmm. it it makes me so it, it makes me so happy to look at all of them um i also find that the way that the the way that like the way that the descriptions are worded is really nice. Um, and I find it easy to like be able to draw like to draw a meaning out of them that'll like directly apply in some way, which is helpful. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Even if it's like there's one word on this page that seems correct. Like <laughs> there's one word that seems to connect. We shall find that one. Um but this one, I think <laughs> I think it'll be easier to make this one apply uh, than to not. Um, I don't know if this is going to like be what takes the, sh- like what the whole, what all of it sort of takes the shape of, but this card uh, represents betrayal, heartbreak, and turmoil. Ah, yes. <laughs> this sounds familiar. This sounds like a familiar <laughs> thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got a, got a lot of a, uh, I also love that it says the Three of Swords is really a welcome sight. I'm like, ooh, that's lovely. That's always lovely to see. Um, yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lots of lots of stuff involving lies and cheating and betrayal and 
emotional entanglement and confusion. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> I'm said sick. This is probably just a <laughs> <laughs> based on conversations we've had previously. I I'm certain this is a relevant thing. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on to the present. <laughs> to the present. <laughs> No need to dwell on that one too much. Um, but yeah, that's a that's that mm-hmm. first one. Now moving into the, I I will say there are lots of swords in this one. Sure. Okay. Yeah, lots of swords in this reading. Not I have exactly a tendency sure to why. get. I have a tendency to get swords. Really? Okay. Yes. Anyway, the present. <laughs> the present is another swords. It is the two of swords which is fun and wild um not fun and wild it's i mean it it is fun i don't know if it's that wild of a thing um mm-hmm. but yeah so the two of swords uh being in the present is a little uh i don't know if it's a little concerning or not but um this might be thesis related i'm not exactly sure mm-hmm. um but it's uh blocked vision and stalemate Hmm. I get that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I'm I'm rounding the corner on that a little bit, I think. But uh, a couple days ago, I had kind of a breakdown uh, in a Zoom meeting with uh, one of my professors about thesis stuff. Uh, One of those moments where, like, you're, like, holding it together and then someone asks you how you're doing and then you just fall apart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That is so... (laughs) so relatable yeah she was going around like my uh my like graduating class and checking in with everybody and i kept i had my camera off because i was like on the verge of tears and then she got to me and i turned my camera on and i was just like i don't i'm sorry uh i'm not doing great Um, (laughs) oh no it's okay things are a lot better today actually so i mean it when i say i think i'm rounding the corner on that but that definitely is of the moment (laughs) Oh, good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Honestly, I super. Um, I don't know how to word this. The word the wording I was going to use is. I think it's super brave to be uh, doing a master's degree at all. To be completely honest, which um, by which I mean I could literally never. Um, but oof, nope, I could not actually handle getting a master's personally. I um, have so moments that you're doing it all, where I'm like. Why am I doing this? So, I it, understandable. I'm. I mean, doubt is a is a thing that I think comes up for a lot of people, um, especially when it comes to uh, various various academic related things. I know for me personally, um, I when I was looking into potentially getting my master's, first of all, that was a very 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 brief time during the early 2000s or early 2010s um that i was considering it <laughs> um, it really didn't last long not at all um but i like i was struggling with the idea of like it feels weird to make a decision about exactly what i want to do but like i'm imagining that that wasn't necessarily as much of an issue um as much of an issue for you because i you you enjoy acting and writing. These are things that I know um, that you enjoy. So it it seems like it's a good fit. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I, I don't know. I figured just offering that compliment there. But yeah, um, 
yeah, so the, it, it, it that should hopefully go in a smooth direction. I am bad at English today. You're okay. Um, <laughs> words. I am awkward at words on occasion. So now we're moving into the problem section. Now, mm-hmm. this is a fun thing. This has not occurred yet on this show where we had a jumper. Uh, for lack of a better thing to call it, um, where a card sort of attached itself to another, and then when uh-huh. I flipped it, I realized there were two of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so like, okay, so there are two problems here, and that feels <laughs> like a lot. Uh, that feels like a like a lot to deal with, but um, one of them is a swords one, uh, but it's also a court card, so there is that. I don't know if that necessarily means anything, but other than it'll at least hopefully resemble a uh, a specific sort of person or energy within mm-hmm. a particular person. Um, and then there is a, finally, our first non-swords card, <laughs> um, which is the Eight of Coins or Eight of Pentacles. Yeah. So we've got the mm. Son of Swords and the Eight of Pentacles, which, um, so I keep having to go back to the, like, to the, <laughs> keep having to go back to the, like, the images that I took. Because even though I have the books, like, somewhere in this room, mm-hmm. it is just ultimately easier to look at the photos that I took of the various pages. Um, so for the Son of Swords, oh, he I'll has read a, the full... He's an owl with a mm-hmm. sword. <laughs> Yep, an owl with a sword. He's just an owl. Just an owl swinging a sword. Honestly, the most horrifying thing that you could potentially see in nature. It's so scary. <laughs> and I have a spider. Are we kidding? Right? The two deadliest <laughs> things in nature, a spider and an owl with a sword. Uh, okay, so separate from this whole thing for a second, I learned something about the animal kingdom that I am very surprised at what'd you learn Um, have you heard of the greenland shark um yes actually it doesn't reach sexual maturity until i believe age 120 it's very old it lives for 400 years that is (laughs) that is the most insane thing i have ever heard um because I recall just thinking at one point, like, oh, yeah, one of the oldest animals that probably currently exists is probably, like, a turtle somewhere. Like, that was what I thought. There is a very <laughs> old tortoise who's about... Uh, there's an old tortoise, an old, old tortoise who's about 200, I think. Oh, wow. Oh, so, wow. Still That's about half the life... Still half uh, as old as the oldest Greenland shark, though. That is so, oh my God. Like there is probably a shark, like there's a shark somewhere that saw the French Revolution. Like. (laughs) That specifically saw the French Revolution. Yeah. He saw them get out the guillotines. (laughs) That that image in particular is really funny to me. Um, (laughs) Oh God, I can't get it together. Oh no. Um, Oh, it's okay. The image is so good. Oh my god. Um just picturing Oh god, just picturing that uh 
picturing a shark just i don't know why but in my mind the shark has a monocle and it's just sort of sitting there like oh dear oh yeah look at those animals oh my god oh now that one's headless oh oh no so (laughs) humans are so uncivilized (laughs) they killed that person they're not even going to eat the body (laughs) oh my god that you know what if that's what the animal kingdom is gonna judge us for i feel good about that I feel good about that because oh it's god, wasteful. they could judge us for a lot more. <laughs> yeah, they could judge us for a lot more, especially as far as wastefulness is concerned. It's Ooh, true. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I I am less afraid of sharks than I am of an owl straight up holding a sword. Oh, like, I honestly, am... yeah, I'm way less Ooh. afraid of sharks than I am of an owl with a sword. Oh yeah, no that. Oh god, because that's just the owl could drop it, and that just feels like a bad. I don't know. Anyway, so if you're that's, telling um, me that's my problem right now, then oh no. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think this is a um. This might be a specific person. Mm. Um. So the son of swords is forceful and determined. I'll read through the description, and um, mm. and we shall see if it applies to anybody that you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So, a dynamic creature. The Son of Swords is a man of action, not of grace. He pushes forward toward his goal with urgency and determination. To top it off, he's very well educated, making him a force to be reckoned with. Usually, he's seeking approval from the patient and just father of swords, who who cast quite a shadow onto his son working with this stimulating and exhausting young man can prove to be a challenge oh there is a period after sun my apologies um working with this stimulating and exhausting young man can prove to be a challenge um gender also well one doesn't exist but two um (laughs) is uh sort of We could sort of ignore that particular portion of that. Um, So pronoun-wise, we can just shift that around if need be. But um, yeah, does that sort of remind you of anybody? I know exactly who this is, yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) I had my mic. I had my mic muted, I didn't realize. And so for the last couple of minutes, I've been repeating, oh, I know who this is. (laughs) Oh, shit. Ah. That's, oh my God, that's so wild. Yeah, I won't name names. I do know who this is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's fine that is perfectly fine um <laughs> that is beyond fine and he's honestly... a very he's very very smart and very very enthusiastic and it's not his fault that sometimes i get frustrated <laughs> oh okay but, <laughs> but i do that's fair i told that's fair i can totally uh ooh, anyway <laughs> can relate to that for sure i can think of like five people that that directly applies to <laughs> in my what is, like, uh, what is the spider so the spider is a uh, craftsmanship and skill that is eight of pentacles craftsmanship and skill okay well that um, yeah everything's mm-hmm. about my thesis right now i guess <laughs> I was like, I was assuming that that was probably what it was when I saw the sort of meaning of the first two cards. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I think this is, 
this is in this realm specifically yeah that's um, fair it consumes a lot of my life right now so i'm not surprised that it would be coming up it's just like... <laughs> that's fair oh man that's so fair i yeah Oof. any any sort of large undertaking such mm-hmm. as such it's as not a like, thesis is consuming it's not like the juiciest of subject matter i'm afraid but it is <laughs> doesn't need to be i feel like at some point we should probably like i don't know i don't know if you would like to tell the people what your thesis is generally on um oh it's something exciting for them yeah um it's it's basically the way my the way my uh, mfa program works essentially is rather than like a sort of traditional academic thesis i keep using the word thesis it's technically technically we call it something else but uh it serves the same purpose. It's essentially doing a culminating project, uh, like a large undertaking using like what your MFA is centered around. So for example, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my master's in, in screenwriting. So I'm writing a feature film script and then writing a thesis paper on the process of creating the script and then sort of the research that I did to write it and all that good stuff uh, without giving too much of the story itself away. It's, um, uh, it's a it's a horror fantasy script that uses a lot of Irish folklore. So there's been a lot of research in that, uh, and then writing a lot about uh, a, a lot in my paper about like identity and having to kind of excavate some very personal stuff. So it's just been Ooh. a process. That's gonna be so cool. Oh I'm God, excited be about so it. Cool when it's done. Oh. It scares the shit out of me, but I'm actually very excited. Most of the time, I'm excited, and then I have days where I'm like feeling very frozen and freaked out and. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like maybe just, everything about this was a mistake. <laughs> so I, I can safely say it. It definitely is not a mistake. Well, I can definitely you. say that. Um, yeah, it's oh god, that sounds so cool. Just uh, I, especially every well anything tied to mythology, and I'm mm-hmm. very much there. Oh god, I um I was just saying this on the uh, at as as people listen to this, the stream will have happened yesterday for y'all um mm-hmm. but uh i was on a tale of twinkle and awe and uh testing out the chimera rpg and mm. um as i was coming up with a character i realized i had done it again i did it again i made an, oh, no? RPG, made an rpg character that is a combo of the black canary and and mythology um that's fine that's fine oh yeah um somebody who uh opened up the uh the book of knowledge the egyptian book of knowledge uh which they are not supposed to do no maybe read like a corner of one page and it ruined their life forever yeah um, yeah you're not supposed <laughs> to do that <laughs> i that's one of my favorite like sort of mythological stories just because that that concept of like yes they wrote this big ass book it's this big book truly nobody can read this book no one is allowed to read it everywhere (laughs) every book nerd is very very upset by this but this book cannot be opened it's a no-go it's just not happening Mm -hmm. um just this is very very fun um but yeah, that uh, <clears throat> so mythology things sort of uh, are are cool. I, I like oh them. yeah, I like them a lot. Um, so, which I think is actually one of the reasons and ways that I found the Grave Keeper. Okay, probably. So, 
<laughs> there are like three possible ways that this happened. One, I was listening to No Sleep and figured it out that way. There's uh-huh. that. There's that possibility. There's also the possibility that I went on and just started typing in like various words, like for example, mermaids, which y'all definitely had an episode on, oh, yeah. which I definitely <laughs> think was the first one I listened to. Um I think it was. I think that was the first I listened to. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I don't remember. In any case, <laughs> I've been listening for so long, I don't remember. Ha ha. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was. Um, uh, I think that. I think that second one was probably how it happened. Because I've done that a few different times, like looking up specific. I've I've done that too. I yeah. <laughs> There's a podcast that I, I listen to and have listened to for a long time, actually, probably as long as Cryptic Keepers existed. Uh, I listened to uh, Teen Creeps with Lindsay K. Tai and Kelly Nugent, and I think I found that show by just looking for a podcast that was talking about flowers in the attic. <laughs> I was just like, I need to hear somebody talk about flowers in the attic. <laughs> Honestly, mood. Totally And that's how it. I found it. <laughs> Oh, that's a big mood. My God. Um, yeah, the number of times I've found just like something fun to listen to, um, simply by like just searching a single search term that honestly, like, not something big and broad like true crime or oh, something no. like that, because that's like too much, um, and I don't need all of that. Despite the fact that I actively listen to true crime often, and the last person who was on this show host a true crime show but that's fine um i uh i like it'll be something like a little specific like a specific type of author and then listening to a bunch of book type podcasts talk about that one author it's always always a fun thing to do um uh-huh. or like different kinds of mythology and then winding up at like every <laughs> At like every single one of those podcasts of which there are a few um a lot more than honestly I thought there would be initially when I'm when like looking for that type of thing anyway interesting (laughs) interesting and fun um but speaking of interesting and fun things yes the solution the solution to problems. Now we're getting into some into some uh into some actively helpful things, which is always nice. Because I as much as I do love the the first three cards, or in this case four, um <laughs> <laughs> it's always the last three that are the most helpful. So totally. yeah. So this one is pretty and has a bird on it. Um I do like that. Yes, it's the fool. Of course, has a cute little bird, um, and the fool oh. is spontaneity and innocence. Oh, the spot, yeah, the spontaneity part actually is a feels like that is relevant, but I'll that read feels very whole, relevant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll read through the whole thing though, just um, in case it has more insight. Yeah, yes, please. Yeah. The fool is ready to fly. His young wings ache for flight, and with a single step, he leaves behind the comfort of the nest to begin the journey through the major arcana. Is he ready? Will he fall? This is a card 
about beginnings. Hmm. It points to the side of you that is spontaneous, excited, naive, and inexperienced. Others may, right, others may doubt your abilities. Be ready to be called the fool. Be ready to fail. Or, sorry, be ready to fall, specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever, fail, fall, eh, yeah. it's fine. Um, no matter what people say about you, this is your journey. And it's already begun. Wait, I love that. Right? <laughs> You see why I kept this reading from yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> like that, I, feel, really... I feel <laughs> this is so, I feel like ins- I feel a little inspired. Right? Oh, it's that first of all, great to hear. Um <laughs> wonderful to hear that. But like yeah, no honestly reading through that I'm like, yeah, no, I I feel I love doing work for creepy. It's it's very wonderful, but um I did just sort of realize that um, I have to give them a story that's going to go up, like, that's going to go up uh, the day after the election, which feels like a fraught time yeah. for anything. Uh, but yeah, I get that. Be... That's why I'm rushing to get my pilot episode of playing games up on Monday. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah, I have, um, I have an... I think the next one of these that I'm recording is literally on Monday, uh, which is fun and exciting, but also, oh, God. Oh, oh, never been more terrified. Oh, God. No, you Um, got this. (laughs) Oh, it'll be fine. Um, We got this. Yeah. It's like, I'm not so much worried about what I'm going to (laughs) do. Yeah. I already know my plan. I've already got a full plan, but it's a... sort of the the everything else the uncontrollable other people part that's always uh yeah always always shaky but Mm -hmm. what isn't well what is also shaky but less shaky is uh especially this the future bam transitions that was great so smooth (laughs) it was very forced but there it is um but yeah so the future card has a lion and an infinity symbol on it. Oh, it is cutie. Yeah. And this being in the future position feels like a very strong and good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, I don't even know the meaning of it yet. I just, I like the look of this guy. <laughs> oh, this is fun. So the little, little subheader is a uh, mastery of emotions. Oh, good. <laughs> Please. That sounds lovely. I would personally love that. My I would God, love some of that. <laughs> yeah. So it's common to think of this card as the roaring, devouring side of the lion. Hmm. But look again. The strength this card suggests is a much deeper force that's found within. The lion represents our most patient, composed self. He's hmm. a master of focus excuse me of focus compassion and self-control when this card comes up you you're in need of harnessing this power for yourself all the courage you need can be found in the muscle known as the heart i really Mm. love the way these descriptions are written this is beautifully written yeah right i just oh god i love this deck so much um 
I I did reach out to the to the woman who made this um who made this deck because mm-hmm. I figured well first of all I there's absolutely no way I would read the person who made this deck's um actual cards because right. there, there's no way I no I, I would be mm-hmm. intimidating <laughs> yeah I nope I don't have that level of confidence ever like I've never had that level of confidence um but I figured inviting that person on uh would be cool but nope I never heard back mainly because I like <laughs> couldn't access her assistant mm-hmm. like her assistant specifically like I emailed her assistant and then that that email got returned being like I no longer work there um but then it also had a contact this person this new person who will you know forward the email on so I contact that person and that person no longer works there at all <laughs> so <laughs> great woo lovely could not find this person at all maybe at some point uh, I don't know maybe she's got a google alert set up for her name Mm-hmm. And maybe she'll come across it. I don't know. She does apparently like podcasts. It does say that on her website. So there's that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. So I think I think it's pretty. I think the advice is pretty clear as far as the cards are concerned. Yeah. But there's one last little part that I think is really nice, which is from a different deck. Um, it's from the. Uh, wild unknown animal spirit uh deck that sort of you know is a nice companion to this one um obviously based on the title this one contains animals a lot of them um Mm. and this one is kind of fun not i don't know if this one is as dangerous as a shark but um it's definitely like dinosaur adjacent uh that's a wild i I need to know what you are describing to me (laughs) (laughs) it's a crocodile oh Um, Oh, yeah it's a crocodile um which (laughs) have you seen how they stand when they're in the water no crocodiles are are in the water they're not like floating they have their little feetsies on the ground Oh my god. The little back toesies on the ground. Oh my god. So their upper bodies are like up on the top of the water and their little back toesies are like in the ground or like on the ground under the water. Oh, that's like on the one hand really cute, but also kind of creepy. Yeah. Terrifying. Cuz um, it's like they're ready. They're ready. At any given um, moment they're ready. Ah, uh, they're so oh god. But uh, also so- their little feetsies. I lo- okay, there was one time I was, um, I will get to what this card means in a minute, no, but okay. um, there was a, one time I was um, with a former friend of mine and we were at this, uh, we went to this sort of bar and grill type place. I believe it was called the Backwater Grill, just because, why not? And yes, it was in upstate New York and not Louisiana where that name sounds more appropriate, mm-hmm. but fine. Um, and uh, so... We get there and there's an option to sort of sit on, sit out on the, on the dock, on the little pier thing. So Mm -hmm. we opt for that. Um, And there are these signs that say that there's like, you know, like a cute, a cute turtle or at least, Mm -hmm. oh my God, that is utterly terrifying. Oh, did you get my picture? (laughs) Yeah, I did. They stand. They're standing. 
they look like they're about to dance, which is kind of cute, but also, wow. Also, wow. They look considerably very humanoid when they're standing like that. I'm so sorry. Please continue your story. I just needed you to see them. That's so precious. Oh, it is a little alarming because then I also picture a, a a crocodile with a little hat. Um, <laughs> a little, little cowboy hat. hat. Oh, oh, I was God. thinking a top hat. A cowboy hat's Ooh, good a too. Top hat. A top hat works as well. I like both of those a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please yeah. continue your story. There are these. Uh, there are these like signs that say there's a, there's a turtle. Um, turtle. Just sort of around. Um, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of kind of fun. I forgot what they. What did it? Franklin. There we go. They named it Franklin. It, like they named it after like that. That kid show. Cartoon. Yeah. There we go. That's it. I forgot what it was for a minute. I because I never. I think I was too. Uh, either too young to have seen it or too old to have seen it. It's one or the other of those. But I certainly missed it. Um. But yeah. So they had a sign that said like, "Watch out for Franklin," and I'm like, "Okay, that's." cute but also the image that they sort of put up right there was a box turtle so i'd assumed that what i was watching out for was a box turtle um (laughs) the first warning sign that it was not a box turtle was when they handed me chicken nuggets and they Uh said this is for franklin no (laughs) and my thought was like do do box turtles eat like do, do box turtles eat meat? Which they do not. I get they don't. Okay, I don't think because so. like I was thinking small fish maybe on occasion, but like I don't know, doesn't really. I don't know, but um, yeah, again, because that thought didn't cross my mind then. Uh, I mean, they but... they can eat they can eat some meats, but it looks like they mostly eat like berries, insects, flowers roots hmm that makes sense i used to have a tortoise and i fed it um i fed it tomatoes all the time uh which that is unrelated to anything but like watching his watching his little self like chow down on a giant like heirloom tomato was one of the like cutest things ever um but yeah uh so i toss one of the one of the chicken nuggets in and just sort of waiting air bubbles appear which is oh. alarming, obviously. Oh. Um, they're like sizable. They're not like small. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is a little crazy, but all right. And I just see that something is like kind of moving towards us. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I don't understand. And it, um, well, it was a alligator snapping turtle. Um, ah! that was that was full grown. Um. <laughs> fuck those things are huge my god like like if you like if they were on the road they would destroy a vehicle like oh that my god, kind they're of really big they're so big i, and I they looked at the picture yeah and they straight up like they genuinely do look like an alligator which is what i thought it was well okay the first thing i thought was oh my god that's a dinosaur yeah i'm not fully wrong with that um, no you're really not I, but then I thought it was a dragon, which, <laughs> that, yeah, nope, not that either. Um, and then I was like, it's a caiman. I don't, like, because I guess it, they're, like, small enough, I guess, where they could, in theory, be caimans, 
possibly, but also no, because caimans don't look like that. Um, and uh, then I realized what it was. Like, oh my god, after, they're like, like three hundred pounds. Yep. <laughs> yeah. This thing just this sort of glided right underneath where we were eating. You gave it a chicken nugget, though. I did. Oh, I gave it like four of them to be so honest. You were with you, you were yeah. an ally to the turtle. It would not. It, it would not bear you ill will. Yeah, God willing. Um, God willing. I, hopefully, it never tries to find me. Uh, I'm sure it's still there. I did go back. Like a, um, I think it was. It must have been last year. Must have been last year. I mean, it very well could have been 2018. I have no idea. Time is weird and doesn't make any sense, but. Um, I went back there, um, but during the off season and the food was not as good as I remembered, uh, but, but they still had the pier with the signs and there's all that, but yeah. Um, anyway, so <laughs> from alligators, from alligators snapping turtles to crocodiles, um, oh, the, di- the digressions in this are part of the charm. I just have oh, to good. remind I myself hope. of that. I'm glad yeah. to hear it. <laughs> right that's always that's always what i hope um listeners mm-hmm. don't correct me if i'm wrong on that i no, need no, no. to believe something um <laughs> no no be nice yeah so um this is sort of just the energy to carry forward into the future um this is kind of nice actually yeah resting submerging collecting energy like a crocodile cooling off yeah literally just um just to summarize what it says on the thing just uh lean back chill out wait a little bit um gather awareness and and build build up your energy and uh bask in the sunlight a little bit wow yeah (laughs) good energy oh yeah thank Um, you (laughs) yeah so there there it is that is the reading um yeah overall things seem like they will be heading in a good in a good direction which is always lovely <clears throat> yeah yeah well that, that's really that's i'll i'll try to carry the that i'll try to carry that with me all right excellent ex good to hear good to hear and um I will send you the an image of the full reading um, so you can see all of the fun colors in just one nice little one nice little image uh, for the listeners. Um, in case y'all forgot, it is the <laughs> it will be uh, the sort of show image like the, the episode image. Um, will be of the reading so y'all can see it and all the pretty colors yay Um, because pretty colors are fun uh but yeah so i suppose the best thing we could do now is uh how about we tell the people where they can find you oh yeah um so um uh just most easily if you want like a conglomeration of all the stuff i'm doing place where i post all of my stuff is um i'm on twitter at addison underscore peacock that's a-d-d-i-s-o-n underscore p-e-a-c-o-c-k like the bird um and that's pretty much where i'm the most active online that's like where projects and stuff will get posted about i'll that's 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 pretty much where to find the stuff i'm on other social media but 
I'm way less active. Some might say I'm too active on Twitter. I would be one of them, but that's, it is what it is. <laughs> it, it, eh, however we choose to use social media is fine, most likely. <laughs> no our rules, just right. Might say, our, our mental health might say otherwise, but <laughs> um, I personally say it's, it's, it's whatever it's going to be. Um, yep. No rules, just right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, and listeners, if you want to find, uh, find more of this show, if you, for some reason, have not listened to all of the rest of it, um, Mm -hmm. you can do so by going to our website, which I forgot what the hell it is. Um, I forgot what my website is. That's fine. Um, oh no. Regardless, you it'll probably be in the show notes if I get my act together. Um, <laughs> if I get my act together, that is. Who knows? I might not. We will see. Um, but even if I don't get my act together on that portion, you can also find me and the other stuff that I do on jvhamptonvansant.com. Because nice. I had to put my full name in the thing um for all of the things which is lovely um and yeah and now here comes the fun part where you hear that i cribbed this sign out uh because of course i did um but it also just makes me happy uh be well dear listeners do as much good work as you possibly can while also you know social distancing and doing the rest of those go out and vote um in a couple days uh Please, uh, please do that uh, for, you know, the future of everything. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And, well. If you're voting in California and you haven't voted yet, no on Prop 22. (laughs) Ooh, yes, that too. I have no idea what the questions are in uh, (laughs) what the questions are in my state. I should get it together. I do know one of them is on uh, rank choice voting. Mm-hmm. which I'm going oh. yes on that one. Yeah, that's important. Hi. Yeah, yeah, going yes on that one, but that's the only one that I know of right now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so be well, do as much good work as y'all possibly can. Uh, try to protect the, the democracy of America. That feels like I'm asking for a lot, but also really yeah. not. Just use your... Uh, use the use the rights that you have as a citizen of this country and mm-hmm. and remember too that voting is not the end all be all obviously it's important to do but the work's not done just because your ballot's in that's all anyway exactly oof oof that is a word and stay safe out there everybody <laughs> um, see there it is right there <laughs> yeah stay um, safe out there Woohoo! i haven't said that in a minute <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.